welcome everybody to the Chronic Pain Discovery Podcast. My name is Dee Twentyman and I'm also known as the Superconscious Collaborator. And um, this podcast is going to be looking at chronic pain and how your brain can make pain worse. Why am I doing it? Well, I've suffered with IBS and migraines on an almost constant basis from childhood into my late 30s. And I believed these constant companions were going to be with me for the rest of my life because I thought that I looked at every possible way to actually fight these and to regain my health and my life. I'd actually lost myself within that pain and the discomfort. And what I needed to do was to find myself again and to find joy in every day once again. That was a long time ago now, a long time ago. But what I now know is that healing ourselves naturally is more than possible with commitment and with knowing ourselves. So this podcast will be exploring and discovering the connections between thoughts, beliefs and expectations around things like IBS and other chronic pain conditions. So join me for this weekly podcast as we dive in to the workings of our mind to help heal ourselves from chronic pain conditions. So let's get started, shall we? The cycle of stress, cycle of stress in IBS. It's probably one of my favorite topics when it comes to IBS and chronic pain, because I'm someone who has had both IBS and chronic pain with migraines for much of my early life, up until my mid thirties. And I realized it was my major cause of symptoms. And I've also found with treating people over the last 20 plus years with IBS that stress is the major cause of symptoms for most people. So if you're joining me today, um, and this is the first time you've listened to one of my podcasts, and you've not listened to earlier broadcasts, then um, a little recap. I've said before, IBS is diagnosed and characterized by a chronic, which means long-term, alteration in bowel habits. And it can be recognized by alternating bowel habits, often several times throughout a day for some people, between diarrhea and constipation. And it's often, you know, accompanied by really painful cramps and distended, bloated tummy feeling really, really uncomfortable in yourself. It can't be traced to a physical cause in your gastrointestinal tract. So this is the tract that runs from your throat all the way through and includes your small, your stomach, your small and lower bowel, right the way through to your anus at the other end. Excuse me. It's frequently associated with stress, as I've said before, and the stress creates very real 
physical symptoms of pain. So if somebody says it's all in your head, there's an element of stress causing the symptoms, but your symptoms are very, very real indeed. So we have to get really intimate with the fact that our mind has a very real, powerful impact on our bodies. And it's a major disorder of our Western culture, Western society. Because when we look at the food and the dietary aspects of IBS, there's been a lot of research that's linked high fat, low fiber diets with Western culture. And we also have a really fast paced, high tech lifestyle where we tend to manage on our own and we don't talk to others about our symptoms. So it's not just that we're, we become, we're individual robotic automatons, okay? There's, there's many other different reasons for, for the reason why we don't speak about our symptoms to others as well. And um, this is because there's a huge element of embarrassment and a huge element of shame in gut problems, if you like. This comes from the way that we've been socialised around our bodily functions. We get the sidewards glances. We get people sniggering if they hear your tummy rumbling or you pass wind inadvertently, you know. Um, some people do that and they don't care. They don't give, give a damn and they just let it go, which is great because at least they're not going to be in pain. Um, so that's going to be covered on another day. But in Western cultures, we also have a lot of very driven A-type personalities. These are the go-getters, the obsessive thinkers, the people that feel like they've just got to keep pushing and, you know, the throttle's down and they're, they're just driven. And more and more women are competing in this environment, in this workplace with men. I see a lot of women with IBS who are high achievers. And over a quarter of the world's population have IBS. That's a huge number of people. 65% of these are women. It isn't only the fact that women have a huge bulk of stuff to carry on a daily basis, such as being a carer of the children or elderly parents. They also have the main bulk of household tasks of organising the family, days out, children's after school clubs, planning the meals, you know, taking kids to and from school, that kind of thing. But they've also got their day jobs as well. But a major contributor for women with IBS is hormones. And that will be another podcast. We're going to go deeper into hormones for women who have IBS. So treating the stress response of IBS will depend, you know, very greatly on your symptoms and how you personally manage these in your life. Because the symptoms are as unique and individual as you are. So right now, I'd like you to think about whether or not, do you have alternating symptoms? And if you do, there may well be a huge benefit for you 
at looking at your daily challenges and seeing where the conflicting responsibilities lie in your life. That might throw some light onto why your symptoms may be the way they are. Especially if you recognise that food isn't a major trigger for you. And dietary changes that you might be making to help the symptoms and the medications that you're taking to help the symptoms will only just scratch the surface and give you temporary relief. You might benefit more from a course of stress management or other therapy around um, self-esteem, self-worth, anxiety, um, relationship counselling, that kind of thing. Um, this will likely result in a more total relief from your symptoms, or at least a major lessening of the symptoms. But not only that, if you went ahead with a course of stress management therapy and understanding you know, the connection between your colon and your brain and back again, you're also going to be left with lifelong strategies that you can use when life throws you another curveball in the future, which invariably it does. You know, we might think we've got it sussed, but something's always going to come along and um, catch you unawares. So I'd like you to thank you for listening once again to that. Once again, if there's anything resonates with you, please get back to me. Please leave messages, please leave comments, depending on which platform you're listening to this podcast on. And see if there's something that you can do to help yourself, or if there's anything that I can do to help you further. So thanks again for listening. Until next time. Thanks for listening and joining me here at the Chronic Pain Discovery Podcast. I would love you to subscribe and to share this podcast with others who you think might benefit from the topics that we cover. And I also encourage you to please share your comments as well. I'd love to know what you think. I also would love you to challenge your beliefs about what's possible for you by using the power of your mind to bring balance and harmony back into your life. So until next time, have a great week.